Remember that tale about the two green children found in the woods? Nope. In the article Green Children from Another World or the Apalegalo in England by Jeffrey Jerome Cohen, he says at some time during the reign of King Stephen, not far from the East England village of Woolpit, two children emerged from the ground and stepped blinking into the unaccustomed sunlight. Dressed in clothing of odd hue, uttering an unintelligible tongue, the siblings possessed skin entirely green. Once taught to deliver their history in words comprehensible to their auditors, they spoke of a world impossibly remote from yet inexplicably contingent to the England in which they found themselves resident. Shoo! They don't write them like they used to. The Green Children of Woolpit is a medieval legend that tells the story of two children who appeared in the village of Woolpit, England in the 12th century. The children had green skin and were wearing weird, unrecognizable clothing. They were found near or they were found in one of the wolf pits that gave the village its name. A uh, wolf pit? That sounds either really cool or really scary. Depending on the wolf, I guess. Wolf pits or trapping pits are deep pits that are dug into the ground or some are built from stone and they are made to trap animals. These pits, these pits, which can measure up to 13 by 23 feet in size, can be several meters deep, typically were camouflaged with branches and leaves. They had steep sides which um, lined, were lined with planks and masonry, making it virtually impossible for the animal or human animal to escape once it had fallen in. When the animal had fallen into the pit, it was killed when it bled to death from being impelled by the sharpened sticks that were pointed upwards from the bottom of the pit. Or, in the case of the pits without death sticks, they were dispatched by hunters waiting nearby. Some traps had a small rope enabling rodents, mammals, and amphibians that could climb the rope to escape. I guess if you had opposable thumbs, then you weren't on the medieval menu. <laughs> what? What? Oh, the ch ch children. Oh, God, I forgot about the kids. Um, uh, so, brother and sister they were. The children spoke an unknown language and refused to eat any food. They went days without munching on anything until they were offered fava beans. Uh, evidently, they loved raw fava beans. And their skin went from a greenish hue to a pinto brown. No, it didn't. But they were taken in by a local landowner, Richard, Sir, excuse me, Sir Richard de Caen. Um, according to the legend, the children got settled in and became accustomed to their surroundings and began to try different foods and eventually lost their greenish skin color and learned to speak English. But shortly after their arrival, the boy who was never really healthy in the first place died. According to the reports at the time from Sir Scribe Harry Grasstooth Wigglebottom from the local parchment, but the girl went on to live a normal life in the village. The story of the green children has been the subject of much speculation and debate over the years. Some believe that the children may have been from another world, while others suggest that they, have, um, they may have been refugees from a foreign country. Others believe that the story may be a metaphorical tale about the dangers of pride and arrogance, and will examine how it could be a hidden allegory about race and perception. Hello everyone, 
My name is Aaron Morrell, and welcome to another service provided by My Little Cult. This is the first episode I posted in a couple of months. I've been away so long that I couldn't get ChatGPT to write a podcast episode for me. Either way, thank you for being here. If you've hit play on this episode, that means you either know me personally and are stalking me, weird, or you love history and all the weird and unorthodox people and events that pepper its landscape. If you end up enjoying what you're about to pour into your ear holes, then feel free to check out Season 1 of My Little Cult here or anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. Absolutely free. It won't cost you a thing to learn something new. I'm just trying to cast out a net and capture some imaginations. But with that being said, without further ado, let's do further and dive into the mystery of the Green Children of Woolpit. Solfic is a ceremonial county of England in East Anglia. So a ceremonial county is a uh, one of those counties that gets a, a lord lieutenant, evidently. Uh, and that's outside of the traditional county that would only receive, like, let's just say, a jarl. It borders, it borders Norfolk to the north, Cambridgeshire to the west, and Essex to the south. Oh, and we can't forget the North Sea is to the east, according to Wikipedia. The county town is Ispwich, which is pretty much the capital. I don't know, I kind of like county town, don't you? Other towns um, that Americans will have hard a hard time pronouncing include uh, Lowestoft, Bury St. Edmunds, Newmarket, and uh, Felixstowe, which has one of the largest uh, container ports in Europe. Ed uh, Shireen, or Serene, or Sharan, um, Ed Shireen wrote the song Castle on the Hill as a love letter to Suffolk. And speaking of music, DJ Westwood is originally from Suffolk. So imagine waking up in a field, uh, but you're not alone. You've got your brother or sister lying there right beside you. And after, com- after, and after coming to, you take a look around and you don't recognize uh, any of your surroundings. Oh, and you're um, green, so you have that to deal with, too. Um, the girl explained that they had come from a land where the sun never shone, and the light was like twilight. They called uh, her home, uh, their home St. Martin's Land, and they claimed that everything there was green, and there was a giant river separating them from uh, another land far away. Although the children were unable to account for their arrival in Woolpit, they said that they had been herding their father's cattle when they heard a loud noise. They, de- they described the sound as being like the sound of the bells of Bury St. Edmund's Abbey, if that tells you anything, and they suddenly found themselves um, by the wolf pits where they were found. They had become lost and disoriented when they followed the cattle into a Black Friday cell, or rather a, a cave, sorry, a cave, and after being guided by the sound of bells, eventually emerged into 12th century England. The girl was employed for many years as a servant in Richard de Cowan's household, where she was considered to be very wanton and impudent. And, you know, that's, that's all you can ask for. She is said to eventually have married a man from... Kingsland, about 40 miles from Woolpit, a uh, royal office uh, official named Richard Barr, a lot of Richards in this story, 
Best of all, she chose a name for herself, Agnes. Not what I would have picked, but I'll just hang on to my breath to cool my porridge. Deep within the forest of Bali Bogi lies a world so lovely, so entirely enchanting, that one can scarcely imagine it. Therein dwells a host of fantastic beings called Other Folk. The Other Folk are unlike any people our world has ever known. Sure, there have been whispers of strange happenings and unusual beings, but few people can truly attest to their existence. So when two green children wander away from their home in Bali Bogi, it stands to reason that people in the village nearby might be curious. But when curiosity and greed get the best of the situation, things may turn dire for our little green friends. That was a description for the book The Green Children by Kenny Chumbly and Jim McGugan, uh, which is up now on Amazon, who says it's based on a 12th century English, English legend. This is an original enchanting tale about the other folk and two special green children, Bud and Blossom, who have names in this story, who fall into the clutches of an evil squire scrum, the richest man in the village of Boggy, Bali Bogi, excuse me, gorgeously illustrated by Russian artist Nadia Ravinsky. It's a memorable tale of friendship, loyalty, and courage. The book has received the children's literary classic seal of approval. The My Little Cult collection of stories just received its acceptance letter just this week. Proud to be in good company. Kevin Crossley Holland wrote a book titled The Green Children, which is a retelling of the story of the green children aimed at young readers. The book is a fictionalized version of the story and also explores the mystery surrounding the green children and their origins that supposedly occurred in 12th century England. The book follows the lives of two siblings, a boy and a girl, who mysteriously appear in the village of Woolpit one day speaking an unknown language and with green-tinted skin. The villagers are at first afraid of the children, uh, like in Village of the Damned, but eventually take them in and attempt to learn more about them. Over time, the children slowly begin to adapt to their new surroundings and their story becomes a topic of fascination and speculation throughout the region. As the story unfolds, the book delves into the various theories about the origins of the green children, ranging from supernatural explanations to more grounded ones. Throughout it all, however, the children remain a mysterious presence, never fully understood or explained. Today's episode is brought to you in part by the Obituary Channel. Ask your cable provider for the Obituary Channel. It's the channel that has obituaries read 24-7. Do you feel as though your loved one should have entered the consciousness of thousands or millions of more people? Have your obituary read in front of a live studio audience for the world to hear. Did Grandma bake the best chocolate chip cookies? Let the world know. Was Dad always there to pick you up when you fell and had some words of encouragement? Tell everyone on the planet. There's a 30-day free trial, and after that, it's only $5.99 a month. So what are you waiting for? And add the promo code MYLITTLECULT at checkout to receive 15% off your first obit. Hosted by Yoko Ono and Dane Cook, have your loved one's names live on and tune into the channel 
that never dies. There have been a few theories thrown around um, over the centuries to explain the mystery of the green children of Woolpit. Just so happens I have a few right here. Swipe up to subscribe if you want to hear them. I'm kidding. I would never. Can you even swipe up? Go ahead. Try it. I'll wait a second. Did anything happen? Um, let me know in the comments below. Buzzing! Okay, our first theory suggests that the green children were the children of Flemish immigrants who had come to England to work in the wool trade. According to this theory, the children had become lost in the woods and were suffering from malnutrition, which gave them their greenish tint. Um, another is that they were visitors from another world. Some have suggested that the green children were interdimensional travelers who had somehow become stranded on Earth. According to this theory, their green skin and unusual appearance could be explained by their extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial origins. So, no tech, um, no tech was found with them or um, around the in the in and around the surrounding areas, according to reports. So, if this theory is true, then that means that they were teleported here with no way to get back. Um, so, was that their parents? Are they interdimensional dumpster babies? Is Earth an interdimensional dumpster? Tune in next week for the answer to this question and so many more. Are you still there? Please don't leave. A fascinating one is that they were suffering from a rare medical condition. This hunch suggests that the uh, green children had um, hypochromatic uh, anemia or chlorosis, which can cause the screen to take, which can ca cause the skin to take on a greenish hue. Sometimes the, the yeah, sometimes the screen as well, yeah. And one um, one more one more wacky premise just for old times' sake. They were the victims of a natural disaster. This theory suggests that the green children were the victims of some sort of catastrophe such as the earthquake such as an earthquake or a, a volcanic eruption so the children may have been um, from a region that was devastated by the disaster and they had to flee to Woolpit for safety not sure how that one explains their green skin although there are reports from the area that if one were to inquire about volcano insurance they were for sure covered well you know what they call a volcano that volcano that never erupts a mountain oh man i love doing this podcast now the book by j anderson coates simply titled the green children of woolpit is um, described as a fantasy fiction for kids so maybe not a great source for hard facts but the description on goodreads says it's the autumn of 1160. Twelve-year-old Agnes is helping with the harvest when she hears a frightening voice calling from the nearby woods. When she goes to investigate, Agnes can't believe, can't believe what she sees. There, at the bottom of the deep wolf traps, are two children. They are shouting in a language no one understands, and their skin is green. Agnes soon discovers that these are no ordinary children. In fact, they aren't even human. They are the fairy folk. I'm sorry, they are the fair folk, 
and they are here to take Agnes home to their world. Okay. Trusting that the fair folk cannot lie, Agnes agrees to to venture underground. Well, I hope they don't lie. But she soon but she soon learns that just how uh, dangerous their world is and what it will take to break the ancient bargain meant to keep her there. So maybe not the place we need to go to solve any mysteries, but if one is looking to scratch their dark fantasy Grimm's brother's itch, then this sounds like the book for you. But in a history of the County of Suffolk, Volume 2, edited, edited by William Page, which includes a brief anecdote of the Green Children, has a section on the history of the village of Woolpit. The article has an excerpt uh, about the children and describes them as having a green or yellowish color over their bodies. And speaking an unknown language, uh, the villagers uh, took the children in and cared for them, but they refused to eat anything and for several days uh, until they were given raw beans, which they devoured, according to the article. Um, the telling dates back to the reign of King Stephen, who ruled from 1135 to 1154, and that it was recorded by two chroniclers, uh, Richard, I'm sorry, Ralph of Coggleshall and William of Newburgh, goes on to describe, to describe how one of the children eventually adapted to his new surroundings, learned English, and was baptized. He later became a farm worker and lived a normal life, but his sister never adapted and soon died after their arrival. Interesting that in this story, or in this version, or in this tale, in this documented whatever, the brother and sister trade places. The account concludes by stating that the origins of the children once again remained a mystery, with some speculating that there were that they were earthly spirits, while others believe that the strangers were uh, just from another place. You know, can anyone figure out this story? What this story is about? Is it true or is it a tale? The story of the Green Children of Woolpit can be seen as an allegory for the ex experience of culture and racial differences, uh, particularly in the way that the Green Children were perceived and treated by the people of Woolpit initially. The children were seen as exotic and strange, and the villagers struggled to communicate with them due to their language and cultural differences. Over time, the children were able to integrate into the community and were eventually accepted as members of society. The story can be interpreted as a reflection of the human experience of encountering difference, whether it be cultural, linguistic, or racial. It can also serve as a reminder of the importance of empathy, understanding, and communication when encountering those who are different from ourselves. Despite numerous attempts to explain the legend, the true origin of the Green Children remains a mystery to this day. In addition to the legend of the Green Children of Woolpit, there are other stories throughout the history of people with unusual physical characteristics, such as blue or purple skin. That has also captured the public's imagination, and these stories provide a fascinating glimpse into the human experience and the way in which our differences can be perceived and interpreted by others. So, you know, 
we're all human. We all, we're all different, but we're all same in, in so many ways. Okay? So, you know, that, that's it. That's, that's all I got for you. That's all I got for the green children, about the green children of Woolpit. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you just heard, then feel free to binge the catalog. If you like learning something new, then this is the place for you because I enjoy fun facts and hearing about people and events that they didn't teach us about in school. So please, if you have a friend that might enjoy the show, don't forget to share it with them and leave a like and a nice rating for me. I want to know how I'm doing. I want to know that that there are a lot of podcasts. I know that there are a lot of podcasts out there, and I know this because I listen to podcasts every day, so I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to let me in your brain. So, so I can um, get back in there. Remember to keep an open mind and definitely stay curious. Well, wait, actually, I got one more. Um, why did the green children refuse to eat carrots? Because they were already green. Oh, okay, that work. Thank <laughs> you.